Over the last week, we've learned that the Silicon Valley Bank in the United States, in California, has effectively collapsed. The FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, have come along and said, we've got you, we'll bail you out. And we're going to have a chat today to see, could it happen in Australia? But all is not what it seems because it's a very different circumstance. My name's Glenn James, and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. Banking in the US, it is a little bit different than Australia. Fun fact, over 500 banks have collapsed since the year 2000 in the US. Like, that's such a huge amount. I think the number's around 575. Half of those collapsed in 2009-10. Banking in the US, it's a very different beast, and there's a lot of uh, local-based community banks. So I could effectively, you know, I live in Newcastle here, I could get some funding myself and create the Glen James Newcastle Bank, and that's all well and good. Pretty easy compared to Australia. So we need to know the lay of the land in the US with banking. It is very different. However, their federally insured deposits of 250 like we've got here in Australia, is a little bit stronger, but we can get into that later. But effectively, banking and the scene in the US is a little bit different. Australia is much stronger in terms of regulation, and APRA would attest to that. APRA is the equivalent of the US's Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. But let's have a look why it's different. In the US, the Silicon Valley Bank, they were primarily a bank for startup companies, venture capital companies. And how a traditional bank would work is we take money from depositors, we make loans, So if we take $100,000 from you, we give you 2% interest, and then we take that $100,000 and loan it to somebody else and get a 5% interest, there's a spread. So when rates go up, as we've seen here in Australia, the amounts that the bank is earning is higher because the amounts that they're getting from depositors or from the Reserve Bank of Australia is less than what they're lending it out at. The difference with the Silicon Valley Bank is because they were primarily a bank for startup companies, all these startup companies were getting lots of cash from venture capital companies and they would put it in SVB. And then what would happen is because SVB weren't really doing many loans, they had to do something with the money to make some money off that. And what they were doing, they were buying corporate and government bonds. Now, what happened in the US is as interest rates keep increasing, the price of bonds were decreasing. And a 101 how you would explain this. I can put $100,000 or whatever amount it is in a 30-year government bond. And for that 30 years, every year, the government may give you a percentage return on that money every year. So for example, about last year, halfway through last year, a 30-year US bond could have had a 2% return, right? So that means I put money in this 30-year bond and every year for 30 years, I get 2% return. Now, that could be slightly higher than just having money in a bank account getting 1.5% return. You see how that works? Now, as interest rates increase, that means that value of that 30-year bond has decreased because at the moment, you can buy a 30-year bond that might put out 3.7% return. So if you had a bond, which is a financial instrument that was locked in for 30 years, spitting out 2% a year, 
or a 30-year bond locked in, spitting out 3.7% per year, what bond is worth more? The one that has the higher return. And that's why bonds are really good in an environment where interest rates are going down because you lock in that bond and it will pay a higher amount than what you might get just having money in an account. So what basically happened was SVB sold and liquidated these bonds at a loss to get them off the book. And then they went looking for funding for the bank. And that got people going, what the heck's happening? Is my money safe at the bank? And that caused a 101 run on a bank. And what happens when you have a bank run is people do not trust that they can get their deposits out. So people would go in and say, hey, give us all our money. But there wasn't enough money in the background to provide them. So that's when the FDIC stepped in over the weekend of the 11th and 12th of March and said, we will guarantee not only the $250,000 that you have in this bank, but all of it. So that's why it's fundamentally different than the banking system in Australia. So we'll be back right after this and we'll bring it home. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So this has caused some jitters in financial markets around the world. I'm not too concerned personally because, as I said at the top, our banking system is so different to what we've seen in Silicon Valley Bank. The question is, do we have any exposure in Australia directly to this? Well, you may have a very slight piece of indirect exposure. I'm reading an article in the Financial Review and I'll put a link in the show notes. According to its 2022 annual report published in November, with approximately $3 billion of venture capital investments, Host Plus has been a major backer of early stage businesses in Australia and around the world. Host Plus has around $2 billion of members' money invested across eight different Blackbird funds. Blackbird is a VC company. Many investee companies of Blackbird, a leading Aussie VC firm, will be SVB customers and exposed to its collapse, the largest of which is Canva. And get this, through Blackbird, Host Plus is the largest Australian super investor in the unlisted desktop design unicorn. At its peak valuation of $40 billion, Host Plus stake in the company was valued at $2.5 billion. Canva reportedly had a very large deposit with SVB. Only the first of its $250,000 of deposit balances are protected under the FDIC insurance. But we know the FDIC have come out and said that we'll, uh, we'll, we've got you, brother. Uh, so, yeah, interestingly enough, if you do have your super with Host Plus, there is a high chance you'll have some indirect exposure to the SVB situation. So there we go. What did you think? Let us know in the Facebook group. I'm not personally concerned because of the reasons I've said that the banks are fundamentally different here in Australia. 
We have a floating rate system in Australia, so it is just different. So if interest rates increase in Australia, banks can recoup that by charging more for money, where SVB primarily were a depositing bank and didn't have many debt products, if any. So there you go. I'm Glenn James. Hope this has helped cool you down a little bit if you are a little bit worried about this. I'll see you soon. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.